1: Magnetic Pill, specially formulated for advancing meditators by advanced meditators. Designed by the rebel guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month Or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. Order now and we'll include a free guide listing three techniques you can start doing right away to hone your psychic mind. We'll also include a guided manifestation exercise led by Eric Pepin digitally, also free of charge.
2: In this episode, Eric Pepin examines the importance of conspiracy theories and how to prevent them from derailing your spirituality.
0: Dive into his thoughts of psychokinetic groups deep within the government, how they
2: came to be, and why they are kept secret. Then, Eric wraps up the episode with an inspiring and simple way that each individual can make a profound difference during turbulent times. Enjoy. I, I certainly believe that every major government has some kind of PK group, okay? Psychokinetic group, phenomena group, call it whatever you want. I think it would be deep in the CIA, okay? And there's reason to believe when you read articles that come out about remote viewing and all these things, they did have significant success. You don't dismiss that. What you do do is you, you dismiss it. In other words, you dismiss it publicly, okay? Because what do you do when you have something that you cannot control? You downplay it and you say, oh, you know, well, we're not really doing this or it's not reliable or it's not this or that. How can you dismiss, even if it's one significant detailed hit on something that is overseas, that, you know, out of four of them, okay? Even one, you've got to say, oh my God, that, that's crazy, the detail of it. If, if I were some government, okay, and I needed it, I would say I don't want to encourage other governments because how do we control it? It's not something exclusive to us. The only way you keep it exclusive is by dismissing its potency or its effectiveness, this way discouraging others from pursuing it. And this is what our government, most governments do. It's disinformation. It's misleading the public, misleading your thinking, affecting your thinking. And so therefore, it's, it's only a logical thing. But when, when you read even one report where they acknowledge, look, we, this was pretty phenomenal. They, they found this, or they did this, or they described all this in detail. That alone is, is huge. If you look at satellites, satellites are only as good as we can have somebody looking for something when you can go to a remote viewer and say you know this is what we're looking for this is what and they can give you some roundabout information where did they know to triangulate their consciousness out where did they learn to to really look at something so that's a huge advantage over satellites okay why would you bury that why would you say okay one out of five times one out of ten times is only going to be a hit. Fine, let's do 10 rolls, let's check them all out because it's that important. It could be billions of dollars worth of, of investigation worth. So dismiss to the public, absolutely, okay? But I would not dismiss it within the ranks of saying this is an incredibly powerful tool. It's one that we have to make sure that every Tom, Dick, and Harry is not encouraged to do because how do we defend against that? How do we, how do, we do anything with that?
3: Right. So why would you bring this now to the public? Why would you record yourself talking about this?
2: Uh, I don't think it's something to, that that is like ooh now I got to bring it up. Mm-hmm. Well, because I I think there's a lot of people who are already aware of it. I don't think it's anything new. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying in this conversation, you know, where we were discussing this and whether or not the the government uses people like this to protect the the you know presidency or to whatever and my answer is of course i do i just don't think it's something that is allowed to be discussed and i think it's it's as guarded as ufos or anything else i mean there's a, imagine the hysteria that you, the power of, of a government is, is 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 so effective on on the mentality of the people that if you say to the people, we have people that can look and see what you're doing. We have people that can manipulate what, what you do in life. We have people that can do all these different things. You immediately look at the government and that's unnerving. Especially if you, if you have disagreements with them. Is another thing. You're always fighting with the government because they have too much government. Okay, So the smart thing would be to dismiss or to negate any conversations in that topic. And that, in turn, solves a lot of problems of of, of unrest. When you look at at stuff like, um, uh, 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 I forget what it's called, but the, I want to say it's CERN, but the weather-manipulating thing and all this other stuff, I mean, people go bonkers over this, and rightfully so. It's very concerning. But there's also another saying, if we're not doing it, the other governments are doing it. So should we not do anything? And then all of a sudden, we, we are so... Um, Unable to defend ourselves technologically because we didn't evolve, that that we're, we're shooting ourselves in our own foot. So I, I think that the the government has a policy, or at least the military, of dismiss, 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 but don't dismiss it on another level that this becomes a, a format of stuff. Now you could drive yourself crazy trying to figure it out, but I'm like, well, we try to figure out all the time what the newest aircraft technology is. What is the new stealth level? What is the new you know, level of, of, of a sense invisibility where they're, they're doing cloaking, okay? I think this just all falls into those categories. And, and I think that they do a very good job of not allowing the public to, to, to worry. I mean, but in the same token, when you know, when they're not in check and there's no one to see what they're doing, that becomes a problem also.
0: And then like how you said when we had a, you know the first the uh, 99% rise up and then it kinda all of a sudden just dissipated and yeah. died down. That was like remote influencers or whatever.
2: I think there's a lot of stuff done with remote influencing. I think the military trains its own people. I think they are able to identify people in the military and they screen them for for their level of loyalty and how much can they shut their mouth and they have to sign all sorts of stuff and i mean who wouldn't be interested in being involved with something like that but i i also think there's a limit you know you're not just going to join the military and they're going to pick you out for it you know what i'm saying i think there's i think it's very minimalized controlled
0: but that would have an effect, like that would be having an effect on like how we're thinking even people like going into like this kind of thing like psychic
2: phenomena like yeah I, I guess I'm, I'm not terribly concerned about that because i think that the human race is consistently on many 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 levels manipulated right and i i see the patterns constantly in life and in, in society and in day-to-day life and on bigger things and i also think that there's levels where it you you can you know it's like it's like Messing around with a piece of art you you think that you got it really good But you just want to keep touching up a few things until the point where you realize you've begun to ruin it now And there's no going back I think that in the game of politics and in such that also happens that we manipulate at different levels in, in the government And then all of a sudden it becomes a problem or it becomes toxic rather than solving the problem mm. so you got to ask yourself the majority of the time do you solve more than than not but it's, it's also the same thing we always joke about in HBI, that when, when one person tries to do something mentally or spiritually, that other people are, are doing the same thing. So now you have this convoluted level of all these different minds and ideas of how it should be done that ends up canceling something out. Right. So I think by default, there, there's a lot of that going on also. But ask yourself the million dollar question, okay? Let's say you were were government, you needed to oversee and protect the the well-being of a nation, okay? And you did a study where you bring in these paranormal people to see if they can influence a group effect on something. And one out of 50 times, you're just like, holy cow, this, this really did happen. The question is now, do you say we're gonna, disband all this because 49% of the time, nothing happened? Mm-hmm. Or do you say, we need to figure out why that one time out of the 49 happened? And can we, can we figure out what happened? Was it coincidence? Was it luck? Was it just half chance? Or did something we do have the effect and we, we're not seeing it and if we could figure it out, can we switch the other 49 times into a positive effect like, like have good results? Question is, would you dismiss it or would you not dismiss it? Would you tell the public? no i don't think anybody will you know i mean so i mean if you encourage this kind of thing every organization that is metaphysical from you know you name it across the board are all going to start really focusing and organizing on that mm-hmm. and if you think it's not a concern for for government when they do see people doing stuff like this um it's it's a big problem too but they're not going to say that right you know they're just going to deal with it as quietly as possible you know he who has the power doesn't want to lose the power right and that's the one thing that we all have to remember and um it's just the way it is it's just another form of an egos well i i it's like you damned if you do and damned if you don't if they don't pursue it then what happens when they can be manipulated right I mean it's it's you know I I I can't blame them right you know all I can say is I don't want to be a part of something that completely remains unchecked right so you know but but if you join the military you already signed up to do whatever they want you to do you're not really allowed to argue if you do well they can put you away
4: right what's your thoughts on the different um, I guess main players as far as nation-states and psychic abilities
2: um, I think your two biggest, biggest contenders are, are, well, I think the number one's going to be Russia, and I think the second one is going to be uh, China. I mean, these are your, your big players. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, I think a lot of other countries will, will, will work within that confine. I think any developed country will. I think that undeveloped countries don't really have the resources um, or organizational ability to really take it to the level it needs to be brought to.
3: Do you, do you think that uh, these nations have a pretty good idea on why they got the results that they did? Let's say the, the one time out of 50?
2: Oh, I think so. I think this has been worked on since the, probably the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. It began, I think, in the 60s and 70s with the whole psychedelic level. This was a real boom that took place. And I think it's been simply refined in the 80s and 90s, you know, my personal experiences. Um, would, would indicate something like that and then of course now it's people just getting smarter technology's getting smarter, everything's gotten smarter you know, so it's, it's better managed, better controlled, better hidden but you know, it's, it's again what I say if, you, if, you, if the government denies that aliens exist you just have to ask yourself a question you know, do you believe they're lying if you believe they're lying, the question is, is where does it begin and where does it end it's that simple and why would they tell us that aliens don't exist when we adamantly believe that that's not the case? Because it's, it's control. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's over fear. It's over destabilization of, of the government. You know? It's when, when people are afraid, they do stupid shit. And I think that's the number one reason why it's, it's controlled. And I think they engage in Disinformation. And if you don't believe that, there's historic fact of, of disinformation on other political levels. Consistently. Complete, complete fakery all across the board.
4: What's your opinion on, on legitimate uh, disinformation that's not done by the government? It's just out there, conspiracy theories, all this other stuff. Because this broaches on it. You're saying, well, the government's being I so think that, well, that, that conspiracy
2: theorists is, is, is a double-edged sword. One, I mean... We look at conspiracy theorists and we, we just kind of shake our head because it gets crazy and they they make accusations that harm people. At the same token, you know, the reason why I don't badger on them is because they are also the people out there who are who are trying to figure out what the hell's going on. They're 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 testing their ideas, they're they're pushing the envelope. If, if 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 nobody's out there consistently questioning stuff, there's a problem. And so, you know, it it it's a double-edged sword. Um, In the same token, I think it goes right back to that convoluted thing where you've got these different people all working on something. It becomes this hodgepodge of you don't know what's what anymore. And so it neutralizes itself.
4: And then do you see a direct impact of Russia then taking advantage of those people, seeding their ideas and thoughts with each other? Sure, but
2: but does that mean they should stop just on that idea of fear that they are being seeded? That's not going to stop. It wouldn't stop me. No, I'm saying what...
4: How does one kind of sit through that stuff, you know? Well that's know, that's why I say
2: it becomes fighting. so convoluted, it becomes almost neutralized. It's only the ones that can can, you know, bring to the to the top, you know, the most sound information that's applicable, you know, and then that's how it stands out. And it does come from time to time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just gotta accept that this is the way things are and I think it's perfectly natural. I, I think when you look at the, the laws of nature and chaos theory and everything else that when I look at at this kind of stuff, I think it's perfectly how it how everything else operates in nature. It's just it's just a different it's just an intellectual process versus a, a process of photogenics, if you will, or whatever. You know, it's just a it matter how you want to see it. I think that it's evolution, it's just evolution on thought. You have different species that weaken out. Some get stronger. Why did it get stronger? How? What was the the reason behind it? I think ideas and thoughts are very similar,
0: but it's all based on like beliefs, and much of which are completely made up.
2: Well, I think much of reality is made up. Right. So what's the difference? I think that you know it's the same argument. Is that you know it's it's. Our morals and ethics, of course, across across the road, world, are completely different. And I always say, you know, you can go to one state and you know gamble all you want, walk hundred feet across the line, and for the same thing, you go to prison. I mean, this this is this is how we see as a society, and how how jacked up it is. You know, it's it's whether we can get along in an idea or not along. It's, that's what it comes down to, and we're we're, tr- we're constantly trying to work that out. That's what society's trying to do.
0: But isn't it getting more chaos theory? Like,
2: well, I, I I think that. That I like to look at the positive, but I also see the negative. Yeah. I see where it's hurting the environment at this point, you know, but on the same token, it was working really well. We were starting to realize our problems. We were trying to make the world a better place. We were trying to, to solve environmental problems. And this is a bump in, in that road. Whether it takes or not, it's gonna depend on everybody, you know, particularly everybody who's listening to what I'm saying now. It's, 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 you cannot become complacent and say, I'm just gonna work on something spiritually. You have to be vocal. You have to 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 get active.
4: Is there a responsibility for people that are interested in this kind of stuff, pursuing this kind of stuff, that they ask themselves, "Hey, how is this helping me? How is this helping me evolve?" And when it becomes non-helpful, like, how do you know when that
2: happens? Well. I think you just gotta check yourself and ask how your well being is and that's about the most you can do. I mean, how do you realize when it's not becoming healthy? You're you're such in the thick of it you can't see out of it. You know? I mean some people maybe but you know.
4: But is there a, a useful aspect to to thinking about conspiracy and, and the different stuff that's going on and reflecting on that, and is there a point where
2: it's not Well, but, but, but that's like anything. You you can become fanatical and to the point where it, it makes you dysfunctional or it starts to, to affect the function of your life, you know? Um, I think that if you don't look at stuff in a conspiracy theory way, then you're doing an injustice. I think that if you look at the conspiracy theories, it, it starts to overtake you in certain ways. And you may lose your sense of good judgment. Uh it's it's such a deep, deep thing. I think proceed with caution and poke, prod, and question everything very thoroughly. And I think anybody who's into conspiracy theory is gonna say they did that. So you have people who disagree and you have people who agree, and that's gonna be human nature, just the way it is. I tend to to try to stay away from it, you know, to a certain degree or to look at it and evaluate it within a reasonable level without getting too fully engaged, but you know, that's that's a tough decision. But I don't think there's a right or wrong and I don't think that as much as I have, you know, conspiracy theorists people kind of make comments about me, I think there's different levels of conspiracy theorists people. I think there's your A level, your B level, and your C level, and your D level, and I think your D level are your quacks, okay, who who just want to be angry and accuse you of stuff, and you're part of this or that. Then you have your your intermediary ones that are religiously biased, or 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 their values, or or you know want to be implied. It's like wearing spectacles that are tinted. They see the world from a perspective, and they bend the world to how they want it to be, and that's how they see it, and they judge you by that, and try to force you to that. But when you start getting into B and A, you have people actually who are doing the math. They're adding up the numbers. They're, they're, they're doing as in science, which is, you know, uh referred to the ability to, to prove something over and over and over again consistently. You know, empirical data. And that is going to be a good person who's investigating those things. They're not just gonna say, okay, this is the way it is because I think this way. They're gonna say, I. This is what all the evidence is saying, and it locks up. I don't have a missing piece anymore. I've looked for those missing pieces, and I found an answer. Uh, and I think that that that's what it's going to come down to. And I think those people are out there. Yeah,
4: I think they're. And what are
2: they supposed to do with that information? They're they're. Do, do you sit silently, or now they have to decide? Do I look like the nut trying to broadcast this to get out and say, look, this is what's going on, and it's terrible? And the ironic thing is, and it's really not ironic, but but people things have been. Proven through that process, you know that that they were dead right. It's just, it's it's it comes down to the person who who's doing the the footwork. Are they seeing it through through tinted glasses, their own perspective? And the, the 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 scary thing is a lot of science research is done that way. They they see it through a certain perspective, and that's why you have to send it in for peer, you know, review. Is you have to have other scientists look at that who may not have tinted glasses on, and you may have tinted glasses, you don't even know you have them.
4: What do you think would be a percentage of people that are out there in the overall conspiracy theory community that are A, B, C's, and D's?
2: Oh, but well, you're really putting me on the hot seat here. You, you know what I think, you know? <laughs> uh, I would say that in the A level, it's probably gonna be maybe the 3%. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the B is gonna be probably broader, about 10% percent maybe and the rest is going to be a larger magnitude I think your your C&D is like ninety nine percent you know ninety percent per se or something mm-hmm. um and that's because they're just being irrational and they're making opinions based emotionally so uh,
3: when it comes to the government and using their psychic influence um, I guess programs do you think that they're using it for good, or do you, uh, in certain ways, or is it more for a competitive advantage, in a sense, trying to...
2: Well, the, the, that's that's a matter of opinion, you know, this sure. goes back to the old Star Wars argument I always make, you know, mm-hmm. just because there's the, the, the rebellion, and then there's the, you know, uh, the Empire, per se, I mean, do the people in the Empire feel like they're doing something bad? They're They've they've got children, they've got a life, they've got things that they have to, you know, they they feel that they're more protected, yada, yada, yada. So this is always perspective. It's like you always pick your team, Mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, I think that people in government, of course they feel like they're doing the right thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I think some might have selfish with it or may become selfish over time, but I think the majority feel very strongly they're doing the right thing, you know? I, I do think in human nature... The majority of human nature is goodwill. If it wasn't, we wouldn't have society today. We'd still be in a mongrel level. We'd still be warring tribes constantly. Some quality dominated slowly over time that that justice prevailed and protecting the weak and and trying to to etch out the best way to govern life for for. For an enormous amount of civilization, and it, it did bloom. I mean, this is where the world is compared to where it was just a thousand years ago or further back. So, some quality that I would say is good, uh, uh, definitely, you know, is, is a quality in the human race, and I believe in that. I believe in that more than anything else. Um, you know, I do believe that there's bad things and bad people out there, but I believe that the majority is good. And despite our our differences. I think that there's a level of compatibility that that takes place and I like to say you look at a forest you can have different species of trees some trees are aggressive some some roots become aggressive but the majority tend to get along fine and and you know that's how I see the human race but a bad idea can also blossom like you you know look at what happened with Hitler and stuff you know this this is you know it is what it is but I see the same patterns in nature, I see a, a bloom of algae that that expands so big it covers you know a massive area of death in the ocean. I can say that I see things happen with with beetle stuff that we were talking the other day with Jameson, with all these trees getting wiped out. And if you look at the whole pattern of why that happened or what could have prevented it, so I, I see societies really not much different. This is all numbers. This is all math in the end. And and you know this always goes back to. Either you believe in the paranormal metaphysical aspect or you don't. It's that simple. But it always goes back to like this this whole thing about where they're dropping balls from the very top and the balls are bouncing around, and the job for the person is to sit in front of that and will that they go to a higher margin to one side or the other. And so they run it a hundred times and it always comes out, you know, 50-50-ish. Okay, a little more, a little less sometimes, but about 50-50 and you have somebody willing constantly for it to move over to one direction, okay? And now statistically, you, you've got something that may be not huge, but instead of saying it's on average 50-50, it's averaging now 60-40, okay? That may not seem like a lot, but if you ask me, that's fucking huge. If, if, if that is thought affecting reality, okay, and they do this with water, they do this with other stuff, and it's arguable who controlled the test, how it was done, I get all that, okay, but let's say theoretically that this is true, and I believe it is, okay, this goes right back to affecting reality and society, it's no different. If you look at the human race as the balls dropping down randomly, and you try to will those balls in a certain direction to to affect a decision, okay, now, you know, here, here's another thing you could say, which is something that, you know, this will become old school in, in 10 years, you know what I'm saying, and less relevant, but if you look at the election that disturbed most of us, and you say, okay, let's say Russia did interfere, okay? What if their interference was like placebo effect and the placebo effect of consciousness, if you can, that's the most powerful, by the way, you know, that's what we teach is that it's the kind of when you will something, you don't know you will in it. It has a much more profound effect. This goes to the double slit test in, in science. Okay. So what, what happens now if people all of a sudden start to have a, have a collective thought that I always talk about? what if the Russians knew that by manipulating the few could affect the many and strategically in the right locations? And I, I think that if you really want me to say what I think, that's what I think. So I think it was a a, a strategic part, but it was a collective consciousness, and, and I think they knew exactly what they were doing.
0: And I think they're still doing it. And, 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 and that could be like conspiracy circles. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, now we're we're joining the club. Now, evidently, you know, with, without knowing we're we're in, we're in. You well, know, just what we thought the, we were getting
4: out. I guess we're on the other <laughs> side. So the, the Russians influence the conspiracy circles for a certain outcome and utilize their the F and D
0: and C right. level people. To kind of promote their thing because yeah, they and have such days. strong emotion that they pour into like what they're obsessing about. All the well, time. yeah,
2: and they're triggering those people, and and you know, thought is a very powerful thing. You know, we we know psychologically we can be affected by repeating things over and over. We we know so- sociologically that we can be affected by by just human nature, and so when it just it's just another level mentally.
0: That's brilliant.
2: So. I think governments have exploited that for a very long time. You know? I just think it's getting better and better and better at how they do it and cleaner and more more strategic done. And Nobody wants to think of themselves being manipulated. Who, who wants to think? I guarantee everybody's been manipulated somehow, some way in life. Right. You know?
4: It's just funny how they say history repeats itself but like it it's a little bit of you know, period of complacency and everybody forgets how propaganda works
0: yep yeah.
4: we were on it for, for a long time in America and other places people were on it they're like propaganda is bullshit don't let it affect you stuff like that and then it loses its effect but yeah. you know, after that and pause... you can
2: you can bet that governments have the smartest people they can find in, in like in the CIA and FBI they're very intelligent people and they learn all this I mean this is like common knowledge for them to be trained in in certain ways and therefore I think they rely on the fact that people forget. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how much people forget stuff like. Yeah. Well, th- th- you know, it's 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 like, you know, when you when we're watching what is that political show on Netflix? Oh, House of Cards. House of Cards, you know, and and it's it's the same thing, you know, people are like naive sheep. They're 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 not willing to think things out. They they're scared of everything, and you you basically just have to lead them in a certain way, and they follow. And the, the, as much as we don't want, we want to be like fuck, that's not true. I'm not a sheep. I'm not gonna be. The truth is, the majority are, and 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 in whatever ways you think that you're not, you are affected. And the question is, is making those right choices. But this, this also gets down to politics in the sense where you go right back to Hillary, Clinton, and, and Trump. You got the Bernie voters who didn't get Bernie, so they had a temper tantrum and said, well, I'm not going to vote at all. Then we got stuck with Trump, okay, which I think was much worse than Hillary. So they had a little fit of denial. Well, they should have just said, okay, I have to do what's for the greater good, and I have to weigh it out, and I, I have to make a choice. So. so
0: it's like how do you even know where to begin with that kind of like— because, you know, you, things could be could be hitting things from like
2: Look, an angle. You know, I've I've given some thought as to what my message would be right now because you guys were saying like last night was kind of bleak. The, the message you know that I I kind of put across on there, and you know, here's my message. If you want to do something, meditate on the world meditating. That's my message.
3: <laughs> that's good. I think that's quite brilliant because I feel like as an individual when you're giving all this information, it's a bit overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And it's like, well, what yeah. can I do? And you naturally dismiss it.
2: I think that when you meditate, you naturally right yourself. You naturally all of a sudden start. The chaos just settles. Everything kind of, you know, settles down. It's like murky water settling. And you get a level of clarity. And... I think when people can think clearly and remove themselves from emotional thinking, emotionally impacted, emotional frustration, all these things that they're going to make better decisions. And if we're going to do anything to help the world and something that's universally understood, I don't care what form of meditation they practice, okay? What I care about is is that they they step into the arena of of calming their mind and think and, and start to act more you know clearly so when i say meditate on the world meditating that is the greatest influence of all is is that that i mean just talking has an effect just mm-hmm. just for me bringing it up begins to have an effect and i think that if if there is a message that's my message but i think if the world meditates on meditating even temporarily it could reset we don't need everybody to do it we just need enough people to do it
1: A lot of people ask us, where is the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the Foundation Meditation System. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation Meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, Or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com.
2: Meditation, it's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy, more than just a thought but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions, more than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world.